Hello and welcome to this, the newest edition of the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast brought to you as always by the good people at MGA Traffic, your one-stop shop for traffic, transport and waste, and a new sponsor, Faber Ganoush. 121 Media have come on board as well to sponsor us. It's good to have them. Good to have them on board. Great to have us on board. This is, of course, the mid-season review, Timbo. We're catching up on what we didn't record last year because Fab just went fucking MIA for months. I almost died, but it's all right. Don't worry about it. You keep saying that, but you're still here. We're back back in his office because COVID has mutated into a particularly potent strain of CBF. It is Faber Ganoush. Buon pomeriggio, ragazzi. Happy New Year. Uh, Good afternoon. Buon anno. This is an Italian lesson for you. It, it, I, said, yes. I said good afternoon because we are recording in the afternoon. That's relevant for the listener because... They're going to listen to it whenever they want. Spot on. If it's the afternoon, perfect. Or not listen to it at all. Or not listen to it all in the case of some, on <laughs> the sounds of things. <laughs> uh, how have you been? Or, or listen to it and... and <laughs> Did I get reception in spider holes, Matt? <laughs> I don't know if they do. <laughs> Those satellite phones could do a lot. Of They're very good now. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Anywhere those are received, spider holes included, you'll, you'll get us. Uh, how have you been? Um, uh, you're getting better. Don't give us a health update. No, no. We don't want to get, get too heavy. Better. We don't want to get too heavy off the in, stop. No, in all in all aspects. Back in the office. Okay. So, you know. Even if you are going shit, just say you're going well. <laughs> you know? something, there's something seriously wrong We're with We're not you. running a therapy session. We're just Go running a podcast. Move on. Okay, and then obviously sitting to my right is Timbo. Hold off on the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine because the Donvale University Timbo, head of epidemiology, has been working on something. How are you? Yeah, no, no, things are well. Um, DU is... Uh, <laughs> what are you, the Mudhounds or something? What were you? <laughs> we were the... Um, I can't even remember. The banana was. slugs. The banana slugs. <laughs> Go banana slugs. I think, uh, yeah, that vaccine, mate, we can't wait to get into this. I'm not sure it's going to do anything, but... Uh, well, so long as people take it, it'll do something, won't they? So <laughs> and don't give them four times the dose like they did up at Brisbane University today or whatever it was. That's that's the sort of schoolyard, you know, schoolboy era that DU... North of the border, they're a little bit... Uh, DU yeah, would never do that. DU. But no, this no, no. is what I don't understand. You know, it's coming in vials, mm-hmm. and because we can't get certain needles, the vials, which should have six shots, we're only going to get five out of them because we're not going to be able to draw out the right amount... <laughs> This is what I don't... Can't we manufacture these things <laughs> in the fucking needle already? Excuse yes. me, friend. I didn't want to try yeah. not to swear this year for my mum. But why isn't the shot specific already given in a disposable needle that you just one-time use, throw it in the bin? It's a great question. I did hear they, them saying at the moment there is a worldwide shortage on the manufacturer of syringes to be used for uh, administering the... Um, Maybe we should get the, the companies COVID who are doing ma- making those perspex partitions oh. to uh, to try and you know pivot. Imagine the that word of twenty twenty pivot agile. <laughs> and when, uh, when you hear pivot, do you just think Ross from Friends? Yeah, a little bit. Is the episode where they're trying mm. to get that couch down the stairwell? He's uh, the best character on that show. We don't want to get caught up in Friends, but he is. Um, well, it's been great to obviously to mm-hmm. catch up with you guys. We'll catch you next week. That's us done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I kid, uh, kid. It's been fantastic. We actually haven't been in the record in the room for a record since the since wrap the, up since the mix max Mr. Kipling record at you your ate place. None of them. No, but here, can you tell? I ate how many mix maxes did I eat that night? About eight. You did not eat eight because I had. I, I had to go for a shit mid record. <laughs> oh, I legit. Yeah, that's, that's nothing you've new. Got a <laughs> bowel disease. 
Then there's the Mix Maxes. Shout out to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. <laughs> Remember when we tried to win them some money? Yeah, we actually we ended tried. up in debt. <laughs> uh, we ended up asking them for money. <laughs> he said, look, guys, sorry, you're going to have to cover well, our losses. Well, this spring carnival just gone, though, but anyway. I hear that your uh, DU vaccine's 18% more likely to have people follow Tim's Nuggets. It's, an, uh, it's a side effect. People have just found out, I'm fucking following this Tim's get, Nuggets Get account. on the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah. That's another story. I haven't fired it up for the autumn carnival yet, but you never know. Has the autumn carnival begun, Timbo? Uh, it's depending on where you sit. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. No, no, Cadbury Guineas this weekend and cool. the Blamey Steaks at Flemington. So the what steaks, sorry? Blamey. Sound like you said the Blamey blame Steaks. <laughs> That's what I heard as well. You hear what you want to hear, sure. Oh, both of us heard it. It's, uh, I mean, good name for a race, though. <laughs> the prize is, I don't know. Famous um, winners. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter. We love it when people get in touch. We're going to get to the mailbox a little bit later. Uh, Fab, you're at Fabiano underscore G7. For now. For now. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Advise us if that rebrand happens. <laughs> Hoff, 47 for Timbo. Uh, maybe. Haven't I changed it? I well, no, know. that's Instagram's changed. Oh, so you've, you've got nine Instagram yeah, accounts. And don't post. And you don't post. I don't Yeah, you've got two accounts and you post half as much as one account. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I've got a list. I started following Tim Davis and then I had in your recommended follows Tim Davis and I thought I did this yesterday. There's <laughs> <laughs> another account. Um, and I'm Sean Peterbudge, all one word. Shoot us a tweet, have a chat. We always love it when you do that. Uh, and before we get started, please, uh, if you are listening, give us a like, throw us a review on you know, where you're listening to us. Subscribe to the channel. That helps with all the algorithms and whatnot. Uh, we're going to kick off with segment one. It's around the grounds. Just, you know, what's been happening around the club since we last recorded. So who are you? Richard Osborne? Yeah, who else was there? Dipper. No, who was the guy on... Um, <laughs> Stephen Phillips. No, Mor- who was the guy on radio? Who was Morris? Such and such would go around the grounds with... El Martello. El Martello. El Martello. Go around the grounds. So, look, uh, we'll obviously start in the most obvious place, the best and fairest. It was finally run and won. There was a bit of consternation on Twitter about why it was done, when it was done. I Look, I completely understand why they tried to delay it, delay it to have a crowd. Unfortunately, the sort of second lockdown dawned on us and they weren't able to push ahead with the crowd. It is a shame because it would have been a great occasion to get one in the one everyone in the one room and celebrate the year and send off Cruz and Simo. Especially sadly, for the winner as well too. Especially for the winner. Look, sadly it didn't happen, but I think the intentions were right. Yep. We got far enough away from it and then just at the wrong time it happened. You think about it, if they scheduled it a week earlier... They were fine. They were fine and they weren't to know that. So that's, that's a bit of a shame, but uh, no surprises with the winner... Jacob Wietering, obviously Sam Walsh in second. So the Prentacast Player of the Year, spot on. Yep, unsurprising. Wieters and Walsh. Uh, Ed Curno in third. And it wouldn't be a Carlton Best and Ferris with people losing their shit about where Lockie Plowman came. <laughs> he finished fourth. Um, I'm not surprised by that. He, he does a job every week. Yep. He's dependable. Yep. And who's voting on the Best and Ferris? The match committee yep. who who set, set the roles, the targets, you the expectations. Play your role and you'll get rewarded. Of course you will. That's it. He's not a flashy player. No one's thinking or saying that. But he comes and he plays. He does his job. Usually, geez, he plays on a Robbie Gray. And then he plays on a... Um, Charlie Cameron. A Charlie Cameron. He, and he does a good job. And then he plays on uh, Jaden Stevenson and gets torched. Well, they put him isolated one-on-one. That was not ideal. No. Uh, but look, fantastic results then. Congratulations to all the winners. Uh, would say the one my takeaway from the BNF boys, I don't know if you saw the photos... Um, Anyone down at the club own an ironing, ironing uh, board? Or an they iron? were big on a, a big fit linen shirt, weren't they? That it looked like they picked it up out of the bin. <laughs> Just said, this will do. That'll do me. Dead. That's the look, Sean. I did see someone pointed out, though, like unsurprisingly, the only person who looked like they'd ironed their shirt was Weedering. Yep. He looked like he thought, you know what? 
I'm going to make an effort here. Not even I'm going to make an effort, but this shirt has to be ironed. Yeah. If I'm going to wear it, everyone else just went, nah, stuff that. Yeah. The photo was only like eight people in it. The one I saw, there was the defense. The defense, yeah. Oh, is that what they all was? had sort of standalone photos because a few of the boys, um, like Liam Jones, won like the blue bagger, or, and Jack <laughs> Martin won an award, and De Conning was your best young player, that sort of thing. So we got a, you know training Pit groups. Was the Spirit of Cult yes, award or something like exactly that? Exactly yeah. right. So we got a training groups, photos in groups. Yep. It's COVID. It's COVID safe. Mate, smart. We are nothing if not COVID safe. Uh, AFLW, Fab has told us to go on without him on this one because he hasn't watched a <laughs> single possession of the game, not even, not anything. You haven't seen a single second of the girls in action. No. No. So, Timbo, you and I will carry this one. Uh, girls bounce back from a pretty difficult start. They were 0-2. In fairness, they were two one-goal losses. Yeah, they were um, close games. The Collingwood one was worse than that, the performance. Collingwood, I think, were better value than a one-goal win. Well, they got well in front, didn't they? Yep. And, and, and the first quarter was low scoring and then Chloe Malloy and a few others got a hold of the game and basically took it out of our reach yep. right there and then. And then we came screaming back and almost made it a contest, but you walked away and it was a little bit like the, the Melbourne loss yeah. last year in round two where you've gone, geez, you could paint that as being actually a really good performance or you could go, we've got so much going on that's wrong right now. Um, and, and I think in the end it was, we just weren't clean. No. You know, it was the, I think we tried to play too fast. We couldn't handle the footy. We gave the ball back to them too often. Um, but it just seemed when we'd have our hands on the footy, if we did it right, we were always going to be in it. I'll put it to you, Tim. I think my reading of the season so far is the girls, they haven't necessarily gone backwards, but I think a few other teams have caught up, if call. not gone past. And it's not that, that they've regressed and they've, they're worse, because we saw, obviously, um, like the Bulldogs' loss was a, was a pretty good game of footy, a close game of footy. They've improved. Yep. And they just got the better of us. And then you had, obviously, even Richmond have improved, you know, and they really pushed us all the way. Um and the, what was the game we won? The Saints game. Saints game was, once we got ahead, sort of were able to control the game, we, we kind of saw it out pretty comfortably. Um, big shout out, by the way, to uh, Darcy Vessio. Played her best game probably for five years on the weekend. She had past. a hell of a quarter. If you could trade her at the end of that quarter. <laughs> I still think we probably should have done that. But credit to her, she had a good game. But uh, in fairness to Darcy, and we've always been a, a harsh critic of her. We have. As far as the way she's presented this year and the way that she looks as an athlete, she looks magnificent. She's really, really worked, and she not that she didn't didn't look like a professional athlete before, but her her, her carefully, Debo. No, no, her body has. Yeah, yeah. She she's she looks like a hard fit, strong athlete. Whereas I think before she was a crafty, wily footballer who knew where to get opportunities. She's now just a dead set athlete, and I. Commend her for Out of it. 10, Timbo, how would you rate Darcy Vessio's fitness and presence? <laughs> Timbo, Timbo is going to judge everyone on fitness and presence. That was amazing. Oh, you like that How one. many times did he mention it? A lot. About four. <laughs> they, were, they, were the two, they were the two determining factors. Timbo was measuring a lot of our players by this season. So no, I agree. Fitness and presence will I, be a recurring theme. I understand that they're not. And I, like I said, I haven't seen any vision. <laughs> now, this is a general comment, but they're not full professional, so can, you can kind of give them leeway in, you know, they're not going to be the athletes that the male players are. But I think... But they're transitioning towards it now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And she's a, obviously the best player at our club, but when Maddie Presbarkas elevates to that level, like she doesn't have a footballer's, female footballer's body. 
Yep. Maybe Press Barkers is the best player at our football club. Yeah, I know. Imagine when she, from a physical point of view... Matures and yeah. hardens up. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she's, what, 18, 19 years old? Yeah. Yeah, so... No, she looks, she's outstanding. Um, Actually, I lie. I saw two minutes of footage. Yep. The, the report? No, no, no. The... Um, ah, done by. The, well, they're appealing. Yeah, it didn't look like there was much... The in Islander it. girl. Oh, yeah. Um, Lara Leafy. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> I saw two minutes of footage where Collingwood just kept bombarding us. She was... And she was like a rock. She I, was impregnable. I it was like the, we had Jacob Weaver. Not literally. I put, the, uh, I put the thing on Twitter. It didn't get a lot of traction. I was a bit disappointed. It said that uh, when the Collingwood defence eventually crackers, David Hasselhoff's going to sing on top of the stand. Because they, they, we, <laughs> were, we were under the pump. Yeah. And she, and was, she, she was, was great. She was absolutely front and centre in repelling them. It was only a matter of time before the, the damn wall broke. Um, Indigenous Guernsey, did you see the girls Indigenous Guernsey? Designed by 18-year-old Indigenous artist, uh, Kia. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, K-Y-Y-A. Have you haven't seen it? Uh, briefly, yes. Yeah, it, looks, it looks good. Yep. Yeah, it looks good. I do think we use... I love it, that we make an effort. But we, we use a bit too much, and this is the club in general, do we use a bit too much baby blue lately? Yeah, they seem to do like it. It's a bit of a throwback. I don't mind it when they... We use it everywhere. I think sh- when Shelley used it, it was a bit more of an electric yeah, maybe, yeah. blue. I, I prefer I, the orange. The Carlton respects orange with the navy blue background. Well, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, sorry, I'm saying in general across the club, I'm like with you. membership mm. cards, everything. Yeah. Like I reckon if it went from baby assets. blue to more of an electric blue, it'd be better. Ice house. Ice house, Ivor Davies style. Oh, Davies. That, that was a mullet to beat all mullets. <laughs> it was a good one. I actually heard that on Gold 104 the other day. Electric blue. Great song. I reckon they play that every day. They do. Those guys are just getting checks. Going, Great yeah. band. Uh, so, obviously, the girls, they play North this week. Massive game, really. Season-defining. Well and truly. I mean, uh, that, they're pretty much the yardstick still. No, they're two and two. They? They're two. They're two and two, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, so, okay. for us and them, I mean, whoever loses this, it's it's a long way back. It's really difficult. So, Go Blues. massive, massive game. Uh, big news out of the club, obviously. Debt-free for the first time in 25 years. That's really good. On it's the back result. of COVID and where you could be if things weren't quite aligned. That's a phenomenal result. And there's been a lot of criticism of this board and um, their their approach and old school view, but for what they've been able to do financially for the club and set us up for the future, absolutely hats off to them. They've been exceptional. We've spoken, Fab, at different times about Kane Little and um, one of the things, you know, obviously everyone's got an opinion on the sauce thing and how that went down. One thing you cannot um, no. give a Kane Little a crossover is he's a finance man yep. in terms of he's a money... Man, when yep. it comes to running clubs, you know, he's work at Richmond. Now he's worked with us to turn that all around so quickly, really, because we were not treading water, but with regard to the debt for a really long time, we were just it was sort of going nowhere, yep. was chipping a bit away, nothing was happening. Um, so to, to really wipe that out so quickly, that's clearly something the club have put a lot of work and effort into. And it really unlocks the next stage of not only the physical redevelopment of the... That's Becky Lynch has just burst into the room. Jesus. Um, yeah, not just the redevelopment of the stand as such, but the actual, you know, the club now becomes a, a really attractive place for sort of everyone. Well, I, and I think now more importantly, any time you spend money, you're you know spending yeah. it to do something. They're, they're, you're not, but you know, but you know you're what? not squirrelling money away to be able to canvas right. over that debt. That's an awesome point you make. Even from a fan's perspective, you look at it going, if I buy a Guernsey, if I buy a membership, if I buy whatever... I'm going to get something out of no, it. No, but the club is actually... 
getting the Moving money. Moving forward, yeah. All the money goes straight to the club. They're not going, oh, we've got to actually put this on the debt and we've got to yeah. service that. The interest is this. So Bang on. very, very good. And we've locked away a lot of long-term That's a big part of it. major sponsors as well. That's so. a big part of it. Like, look, in my time at the club, we always had a sponsor. There was a period there where it was a bit hairy as to who it's going to be and they're scratching around trying to find them late notice. Just as a business sense, I mean, as silly as it sounds, if you sacrifice a little bit off the top line to get an extra year, that certainty is worth more totally. than having to replace that sponsor. So, look, very well done to everyone involved, particularly Kane Little, outstanding job to get us in that position. Uh, memberships, reach a new membership record. That now happens every year, so it's just part of the news cycle out of football clubs. What are we at? 70. 70? So, look... 70, we haven't played a game yet. It'll be 70,001 if... Uh well, no, no, that's counted. He just hasn't got it yet. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but look, with, with respect, it's a great effort and it looks great. And it's fantastic for the club to talk about and it creates a fervour for more people to join to become part of this movement and all the like. Um, but once again, Kane Little, hats off, not just for achieving the number, but little initiatives. The free membership scheme was very important to be getting to that number. You've got to call a spade a spade. That's They're getting counted and, you know, they, they are what they are. They've been given away. But... Um, the, the proof will obviously be, can they convert those comped memberships then into memberships? Because they can only give away free ones in this vein so many times. Um, but look, an absolutely outstanding result. You know, Imagine if we beat Richmond and Collingwood in the first two rounds of the year, what happens to our membership? Yeah, no, it would go through the roof. Mm. We are a wait-and-see fan base generally. So to be able to... If, and if, if we're allowed in stadiums as well. That number too. Yeah, that, that number you know, does reflect the sentiment and it's extraordinary that they've turned that Carlton's wait-and-see attitude into that but that's a huge part as well of turning people's mindset because the number goes up and people go oh wow like 60,000 oh 70,000 members oh, I'm not a member why am I not a member whereas in the past it's been we'll see how they start the year yeah and then we'll you know jump on board so look great result outstanding effort um got to move on now to probably the feature chat of this episode the consensus best 22 as it stands today this will naturally change as soon as tomorrow when we play Essendon because there's people who won't be in the team that have a really good opportunity to put their names up in lights and force their way in. So what we're going to do, we've all gone all gone away and kind of put together our consensus, our 22, sorry. We're going to put our heads together now to find the consensus 22 just by way of housekeeping. Charlie Curnow, mm-hmm. Caleb Marchbank, Tom DeConning and what was Brody Kemp yep. are exempt from selection. Nick Newman. Nick Newman for this one owing to injury because they're not going to be in this first block. We might revisit this every four or five weeks. So in this first block, they're not in the frame, so we won't we won't bother trying to shoehorn them in somewhere. It's like a rolling 22. Exactly right. Yep. So what I want to propose, gentlemen, is I have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I've got... Is that ten? It's actually more than I thought. Positions I think we don't even really need to discuss because they're just in. So hold me up if I have uh, stepped on toes or if anything needs to be challenged. I have Lockie Plowman in a back pocket. Correct. Correct. I have Liam Jones at full back. Correct. Correct. I have Adam Sard on a back flank. I've yep. got him back pocket. I've got him back flank. Okay. Are we happy to go back flank for the back sake flank. of yes. pushing on? Uh, Weedering at centre half back. Yep. Yes. Yep. Not at f- centre half forward timber. We don't want to get involved in that again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam Doherty on the other back flank. Yep. Correct. We've got Cripps. Cripps is, he'll be somewhere clearly. I've got him in the centre. I've got him ruck roving. Yeah, but I've yeah. got him ruck rover as yeah, well. Yeah, that's fine. We can move him there. Uh, I've got Sam Walsh on a wing. So do I. So do I. Even though I, d- I think he'll play more through he starts inside, on a wing. but he starts he on, start a wing. on the wing. Yeah. I agree. Yep. The wings are now just part of a midfield rotating. And that's it. We, we don't need to be hard and fast yeah, on yeah. 
the positions as such because you can get, get a bit caught up. Yep. Uh, I've got Jack Martin on a half-forward flank. Correct. Yep. Me too. I've got Harry Mackay at full forward. Yep, correct. Owing to our deficiencies in the ruck position, Mark Pitnett will take the ruck out of post. Correct. Well. Well. Well, you ruck and Callum Moore, eh? I was just being a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we don't want to get into that again, Tipper. Come on, come on. Stay straight. Callum Moore, come on. So that's our. That's sort of the 10 guys there that we can sort of pretty safely agree on. Can you justify Zach Fisher for no. forward pocket? Well, this and this is the conversation. So we'll start in the back pocket. I would have thought I, I, th- I think even most listeners would lock away those 10. Yeah. Or, yep. N- yep. or nine at Close least. Close at least. Close at least. So I think if we go... <laughs> I, think we're, <laughs> I think we're being a little bit uh, with player. He's very divisive. He is divisive, but there's... Like but we will be the voice of reason and he no, is consensus back pocket. If you look at it from a purely match... Oh, mate, he's in my time. If you look at it from a match committee point of view, Lockie Plowman starts round one in the back pocket. Well, with no Caleb Marchbank, you need a third tall defender. He just starts. Who can play big and small. It's Lockie Plowman. So we'll go, we'll try to fill the other back pocket. I've got Tommy Williamson in the other back pocket. So do I. Uh, I've got him on the bench. uh, And I I was obviously the one detractor from Saad being halfback flank because I had Sam Petrovsky seat in there. Okay. Semantics, because I think all three play anyway. So, yep. yeah, I've got I've got Willow in the back. We can, we go but if you go Willow back pocket, then I've got SPS to allocate elsewhere. So I'm comfortable with that. Okay, so we'll chuck Willow in there. So the other wing, I think last year he he kind of his solid season shows that that's who's that Willow Willow. Yep, 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 yep. So um, to the back six, we've got Plowman, Jones, Willow, Sard, Weeder, and Doc. On the other wing to Walsh, I have got Samo. So have I. I had Ed Kernow, but again, because of the way that I distributed. I Samo kicked out of that back line. And I say kicked out because he's, he's being forced to play down there. Well, Saad going back there, like Doherty fully fit, Williamson fully fit, hopefully. Potentially Williams too. Williams in a pinch. Do you know what I mean? So, Well, actually, on Williams, there was an interview with Jack Martin and he said that Jack Martin and Zach, Mar- uh, Zach Williams are essentially going to be sharing time forward midfield okay. and, and oscillating. So... <laughs> Watch for that. Jeez. I'm excited. It is exciting. Uh, so, Samo on the wing. Our sentiment. Who do we want to go with that? I've gone Williams because I just want to write Williams centre. I had Williams roving. I had Will Setterfield as my sentiment. I had Williams roving and I had Cripps at the semantics. So, who you got Ruck roving? Uh, I, ha- I had Williams. So, you got Williams Ruck roving. Sorry. Who, what am I talking about? What am I talking Sorry. 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 Kerno. Um, uh, you got Ed Kerno. So the right followers right. were okay. the followers I had were Pitnet, Williams, Kerno. Yep. Okay. I've got I've got the same four. I've got Pitto, Cripps, Kerno. Okay. And I've got Williams in the center. So that's the four. So okay, okay. We'll put Williams in the center. Yep. And we'll put Kerno um, Rover. Rover. Yeah. Which these positions don't yeah, exist yeah. anymore. It's a throwback. Yep. Uh we who am I putting Kerno? Perfect. Um Walsh was obviously on the other wing. Half forward flank number two. Martin is obviously on the opposite flank. I had David Cunningham. I've got Cunners as an emergency. I've got Lockie Fogarty half forward flank. Lockie Fogarty. I've gone Will Setterfield. Jesus Christ, we're nowhere near this one. That's a reach. Oh. <laughs> well, You're I just trying I to put the magnet somewhere. I think Sean and I can discuss which one of our two because <laughs> we haven't even had it. Look at this guy hasn't pulled the jumper on yet. Um. <laughs> He's my boy. That's yeah, no, 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 you're a big I'm, rat. I'm going man. hard early. You know so. He's rat. coming from your from your team. Yep. He is big, big Geelong man. Timmy's Timmy's cats. Timmy's bloods. Timmy's power. <laughs> Timmy's 
Who else do you follow? The banana slugs. The banana slugs. The banana slugs. <laughs> so centre half forward look, I think. Centre half forward, half forward flank, sorry. Um, you can put Cunningham there. You happy with Cunners? Yep. Because you got. Who have you got there, sorry? I've got Setterfield. Setterfield's in the 10. Yeah, well, I've got Cunners on my bench. Is he, yeah, see, I've got Setterfield on my bench. I'm happy to give you Setters. I think Setters is ahead Timbo, of. Timbo, are you going to overrule this? Get you? I think Setterfield on consistency is ahead of David Cunningham. I agree, but I think Setterfield, if you're not going to play him in the guts, is playing on the bench, whereas Cunningham can be a half forward flanker and play that role starting 18. Timbo's one way. Whereas you're, you're trying to just fill a gap. You're like the All Australian all Australian selectors. Who are we put on a half forward flank? Mark Rusciuto. Mark Rusciuto retired <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> Probably wouldn't stop him. I, I, no, I think you. A little bit put Marcus Bontempelli on a half forward flank. Doesn't play for us, Tim. No, no, but you take my point. I'm illustrating. I that. think I'm, I'm my, happy. To, I'm happy to go. My Cunningham. rationale with Cunningham was more just fit for the position yep. as such. Yep. Setterfield, he was on my bench. Yep. So hey, mate, you'll be waiting. You'll be on the bench for four minutes before you're given in, chucked in a rotation. Don't worry about that. Yeah, no. no issue. Centre half forward. Look for me. I was. I, I wanted to lock. That's pretty close to a lock as well at the moment. That's Levi. Yep. At the moment, that's fairly close. I've. Kind of got him highlighted, so it's it's it, it's it's Mitch or Levi. I've got Levi. Yeah, I've got Levi. Happy to go with I think Levi gives you more structure than what Mitch McGovern does. Yep. I think Mitch McGovern's a Roma. And particularly with our ruck issue at the moment, obviously only having Pitto, Levi absolutely Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> is he in the bottle or is he a, uh, Levi actually has to play because he'll relief ruck. So that makes sense. Absolutely. Our first forward pocket. Now my forward pocket options were Zach Fisher and Jack Silvani. I've gone Zach Fisher and Michael Gibbons. I'm Zach, Zach Fisher, Fisher's Mitch one. McGovern. Okay. So Zach Fisher's definitely in. Fisher's in. Slippery yeah. Fish. As I said before, yes. So the other pocket, who did we go for? I had... Uh, We've got Gibbons, Silvani and McGovern. Okay, Gibbons, Silvani McGovern. Oh, I, to be honest, who was Gibbons? Shout. My shout. See, Gibbons I is... Lo- a, I love... I like Gibbons. He was actually... I made a note here... I kind of broke up the guys I didn't have in the team, yep. and Gibbons was hardest done by to miss. He was the he was my close call to not be in the twenty two. That is that was the closest. Well, I've got Gibbons, Silvani, and Cunningham all on the emergency, which breaks my heart on all three cases. But the fact that you we are the can biggest cutters man, I know in the room. I know without doubt. Want to tell us that so, crew story? Tell no, us no, that no, we, we've, story. we've told that story before. I mean, I think he proved it against Essendon it's last year when he when he lights pod, it up. It's a pod staple, though. Yeah, pod when he staple. lights it up, he can be the best player on the ground, but he can go missing in between. But That's true. we want that consistency out of Cunners this year. Oh, we noticed that the, the elephant in the room is no one picked Eddie Betts. No, I don't even have Eddie Betts in my 22. 25? He's in my 25. 20, 20, I've actually got uh, 26, and he still didn't make it. <laughs> Jesus. I've got four emergencies. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How oh, did I'm you do emergencies? Yes, I didn't do emergencies. Tim's actually done emergencies plus one. I haven't done emer- <laughs> I haven't done emergencies in any specific order. I've just listed who. Yep. You've listed an interchange from. No, no. There's a definite interchange, and then I've got five emergencies. Okay, so look, I've plumped. I've got. I'm based on last year, I think Michael Gibbons has to get the nod. Sauce hasn't played. Is he going to play more minutes mid though? No. Jack's actually a legitimate forward option. Michael Gibbons played an entire and season. And particularly without Mitch, if Mitch is not in. And I think you need one with height. I, I, I think you need to play McGovern or Silvani as one of your three one of your three tools. Well, Mitch on is on the line. bench. Mitch is on, so rotating they'll they'll he'll be there. Okay. I rang Brenton Bolton, he said put him at full forward. Mitch McGovern. 
No, Gibbo. One out, Gibbo. <laughs> yeah. He's got the height. He's got the lead. He can do it all. Go, oh, Jesus it, Christ, Bolts. Intercha- <laughs> interchanging with Ed. Jesus Christ, Bolts. <laughs> that was one of the most infuriating. I can't even. The, the games have blended together. Hawthorne. When, when we would get the ball forward and it was literally, Kurnow was in a lot of space. It was Ed Kurnow. Deep yeah. one out. We're going. He kicked four against Sydney. Four against Sydney. Yeah. They were a couple of the arsiest goals I've ever seen. In my Bolts life. would have been looking around the box going, "See, see, 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 see." Yeah, and, and everyone else is going, "Fuck, he's going to be there Jeez. for another six weeks now." Because if at least if he tanked this game, we could move him. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I put Michael Gibbons. I was going to say I let Setterfield go. Yeah, because it was the wrong choice completely. It was silly. No, put Gibbons in. Okay, well, I don't like that. I have to yield. That. I mean, Mike. The funny thing with Michael Gibbons is he, he can play that forward role well, well enough. But I think collectively we want to see him rotating through the midfield more than he has been because that's what that that's his one would. The concern there is, as you sort of alluded to, Timbo, though, is that front six is now Cunners, Levi, Martin, Fisher, Mackay, Gibbo. There's only two talls. And if we're going to be playing fast footy, do we want big targets to kick it to, or are we going to be kicking it to space with a chaos ball and four smalls will be? That's a good question. Raging, raging, you know, tides, raging opportunities. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> fish, fish, and Gibbo are very different to Martin. Martin can play a little bit taller than those. He two. can. Yep. Okay. Jay Soss can also play taller. And and this year, Jack Martin has to kick those goals from forty five that he wasn't kicking last year. He started the, kicking them, and he can yeah. kick them in the intra club. Silvani was marking everything. Yeah, saw that. So the bench then becomes, I think, Setters is on it. Setter field, yep. Silvani is on it. Yep. Uh, I had McGovern as well. Yep. Timbo? Well, I'm <laughs> what are we doing with Mark Murphy? Now, Mark Murphy's yeah, Mark on Murphy's my bench my, as well. And, and what are we doing with Jack Nunes? He is a very unlucky miss. Mm. Very I, unlucky. I think Nunes will play. Yeah, absolutely. But I, in, in this team I put together, I didn't... And, and look, you're also... I mean, I know we've, we've cast aside four or five guys with longer-term injuries right now, but it does show that we have great depth, but we will carry injuries. Absolutely. And so the chances of being able to pick a best 22 week to week is slim. And Timbo, despite... I, and, and I had Paddy Dow on the bench because I, con- I believe he's going to make an impact. <sighs> Paddy Dow's the guy, he's... He's the bonus football for the for the, the practice game tomorrow and then the following week against the Saints. It's everything. Paddy Dow is the guy that can rock it into this team and Lockie Fogarty and maybe Lockie Fogarty. Um, just tread lightly, uh, Tim. And Corey Durden. Well, Corey Durden's the one who I had uh, listed as young and need exposure. They yep. need these next two games to press their case. I had Dow, O'Brien, Stocker, uh, Ramsey, Philp, Honey. Um, and then under, don't really know enough about, need to see them. Fogarty, Carroll, Parks and Durden. Yep. No, I think you're seeing it exactly the way that I'm seeing it, which is good. No one's mentioned good. Lockie O'Brien at all. No, well, I think O'Brien very similar. I do know I mentioned him in my guys that need to, these next two weeks are big for him. It's, it's op- he, he's one of the opportunity kids. Like, it cannot be understated enough. Mm-hmm. Overstated? Overstated. It's, it's really important <laughs> <laughs> to note the inability to the fact that we didn't have VFL Huge. last year and and the inability to be able to develop our young kids. It like for us as a team and where we were at, it, it was just something that we we is, we had a lot a of devastating kids. loss. We Th- they needed to play fifteen it. games of footy and get twenty five possessions a week. Yeah, and, and learn their craft and get their hands on it and win games of footy and all that sort I'll of give stuff. You, I'll give you a story secondhand. I was speaking to someone who, who has recently come off an AFL list and they were playing in the hub and they told a story about playing in those scratch matches and she said it was really challenging because 
used the example of um, they were playing in a composite team with Richmond players and they said it was really difficult because I let out of the goal square and young Richmond player had the ball on the flank and I because I looked behind, I thought, beautiful, I burned my, my man off, I got five, ten metres of space, hit me up, lace out. This Richmond guy just bombed it to the top of the square, chaos ball, and the chance went begging and blah, blah. And he said, oh, in the aftermath, this young guy came up to him and said, mate, I'm so sorry. He goes, oh, he goes I kicked it in, he goes, I saw you after I'd sort of kicked it in. He goes, our structure is chaos ball, put it, put it chaos in. Ball. Yeah. Kick it in, put it in the mix to see what happens. He goes... As soon as I'd kicked it, he goes, I, I saw you, I saw you, and that was the kick. He goes, but yeah, our structure is no. That's the Richmond way. That's what we do. I'm, I'm, I think you were going to touch on this later on anyway, but this man on the mark rule and the potential of what it's going to do to the way that football gets played this year is like, I have no idea how it's going to go, but I think I, there is every chance that the chaos ball dies. Yeah. Because you turn it over in the back half and you hit a target in the corridor, you are unprotected. The team that has the footy and control of the ball on the football ground this year is king. It's so it's that is such a brilliant point you make because the intended effect is the opposite. The intended effect isn't controlled footy, as in it speeds it up. Kick mark, kick mark, kick mark, it, kick mark, hold the ball. Yeah. The, that the intention it waters is, down defence. Yeah. Is what it actually does. This is if this came in eight years ago, Hawthorne would have won five. They would have. We don't want to get sidetracked too much, but this is it's this a rule. Big point. This is this rule that, unfortunately, for the AFL, I think, is going to. It's just like all these other rules they've, they've implemented in recent years. They just haven't thought it through. No. Well, I, I think, as you say, there's an intention to the rule, and there's a theory of what they think it's going to impact. And all I can see is the guy. Like it's just it's going to be corridor footy. It's corridor footy because once it's there... You know what they resent? You know what headquarters seem to resent at the AFL? They seem to resent the idea that if I'm coaching Carlton, I don't want my opposition to kick 20 goals. Well, this is the thing. It's, it's Defence has taken over the way football has been coached and Stephen Hocking, who was a former defender, has basically almost given carte blanche pure attack through the guts because there is nothing anybody can do. If, you're gonna, if, if you can't get within 10 metres of the guy with the footy and the bloke on the mark can't put any pressure on, and, and even the guy that takes the mark and gets wrapped up by the, the bloke immediately, what stops the guy with the ball just running, just taking off? Because theoretically, the guy can't take a step to tackle him until the umpire calls play on, at which point he's got a second-head start. Someone he's two a, metres away. Someone oh, made a great point, even watching a bit of footy today, and we'll see it again tomorrow. They've... They've already the, the umpire's job has become a lot harder in recent years because of all the new interpretations. It's crazy. The umpire now has to watch the man on the mark for when he goes and the player with the ball for when he goes. If he calls play on quickly to the guy who's got the ball, mm. then the man on the mark can remains go. in play. Yeah, if, you can if go. If all yeah. he's doing is waiting for the man on the mark to take one or two steps sideways the way that Kyle Langford did... Which, like, and you know like, what the, like, the annoying like, thing? That's, so, so that's like the protected area, though. That's like the protected area free kick. The, the, what Langford did is not what the rule's about stopping. No. That's the frustration. Yep. That's the annoying thing. So he thing. has to be a statue. Are you, are you not allowed to run not to move. backwards? You're on the... You so can you have, run backwards, to, you can't no, no, no. run sideways. When he calls... As soon as the umpire calls stand, you are a statue. So you can't, like, run back into defence? No. Nope. As soon as the umpire says stand, you, you cannot can't move. Change. If you're on the mark and you're running through, 
I can't say fab man the mark, I'm going over there to get this guy. The weirdest when thing, you're the mark, you are static. The weirdest thing about all these decisions for me is if you want to get off the mark, if you want to open up the corridor, if you want to get off the mark, mm. run back, back up. There will be no mark. But, but, but I mean, it was a comment play, made the by play with the ball, get off the mark. Yep. It's once you've marked the ball, if you've marked it, I'm just going to stand where you've marked it. I don't, I'm not giving you more space. Get off, move up, move back. So we've gotten sidetracked from the consensus discipline, 22. Discipline on round 21. 21 at round one, especially in our f- game. Do you remember four years ago when Could there be was a four about, goal advantage? It, there was about 12 50 meter penalties played, paid in the round one match between Carlton and Richmond about four or five years ago. Yeah, and I reckon we got about eight of them, and and it benefited us. And we got five goals in front at one point, and we actually thought we were going to win, and then we didn't. But that's a whole oh, other story. We did not win. Um, okay, so I think we've more or less locked in the 22. We got sidetracked there for a bit, but it was a good discussion. Yep. Liked it. Um, from back to front, Plowman, Jones, Willow. Sard, Wiedering, Doherty, Samo on the wing, Williams in the middle, Walsh on the other wing, Cunners, Levi and Martin across half forward, Fisher, Mackay and Gibbo, the full forward line, Pitnet, Cripps and Kerno are the followers, and our bench is Setterfield, Silvani, McGovern and Murphy as it stands. Yep. And that could change, that could revise as early as tomorrow at lunchtime. If Paddy Dow or Lockie O'Brien or Fogarty or one of those guys. <laughs> or Liam Stocker. Or Liam Stocker is another one. Puts their name up in lights and yep. makes them impossible to ignore. So that was good fun. We might revisit that um, in a couple of weeks' time at the end of the two games we play, which I think will be interesting. We'll lock this team away and see how, if, if it changes at all. So that's good. Um, next segment, we're excited about this. We're very excited about this, Timbo. So we were accused in the off-season of being racists for impersonating Tony Guadagnolo. Fabian's father. I'm aware of this. We were accused of being racist because we, you know, Bryce Gibb. That's what Tony says. Yeah. You know. So one man took great offence to the fact that we paid loving homage to Tony. So we thought, you know what, rather than impersonate the man, get we'll the man on. Get the man on the line. I love it. Are we ready? Are we gonna call Tony? We'll give it a crack. Jeez, I hope he answers. <laughs> He's been told the phone's gonna ring, apparently. Best laid plans. You ring him? Oh, it's ringing. This is exciting. It's like the cash cow. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you going? Oh, it's Tony. Hello, Tony. Hello, Tony. Hi, how are you? I am very well. How are you? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Excellent, excellent. You you ready to have a chat with us about the blues for a couple of minutes? Oh, uh, yeah. Why not? First things first, though, I want to just touch base with something that's been... You know, on my mind the last couple of days. Did you find the hammer drill that Fab stole from you? Uh, apparently, uh, he had it at home, but apparently took it back to me, but uh, I don't know what I put it. So he told me we went to Bunny to buy me a new, uh, new one, and I'm still waiting for it. No, no, no. <laughs> what happened was, you said, where's the hammer drill? I said to you that I returned it, it two years ago. <laughs> You said Two years ago. you said you looked in the shed, you couldn't find it, yeah. And you said to me, "Go to Simon's and pick it up." So I went to Simon's, had a look for it, it wasn't there. So I went to Bunnings and bought a new one, and lo and behold, you have found it in the shed where I said it was. Oh, so you found the old hammer drill. Well, I find the old hammer drill, but I'm still what for the new one. <laughs> but you don't need it. You don't need the new I one. I think it's time you level with. Tony well, if you bought it, bring it in. I'm using it. 
Bab, I think it's time you leveled. But you finished the deck already. I think it's time you leveled with Tony. I think it's time you leveled with your father. Uh, Sean, Sean, he prom- this guy here promised me a lot of things, but I never delivered. <laughs> oh, speaking of promising things and never delivering, have you got Macca's membership yet? Nope, nope. <laughs> Is that Macca in the background? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you haven't got That's it just yet. Hi, right, Sean. Hey, mate. Hey, Macca. So, oh, yeah. Tim. That was Timbo. Is that Tim? Dad, focus. All right, so we've got some questions for you. Want to run you through? Um, we've got one list spot left. Is that true, Timbo? We've got one list spot. Uh, so we. So basically, we've got yes. a few. We've got a few boys training with us. We've got Oscar McDonald, uh, former Melbourne player. We've got uh, Callum Moore, who was with us last year. Xavier yeah. Mar. Xavier Mar from Murray Bush Rangers. Murray Bush and Ben Crocker, who's obviously Collingwood. Kicked four Adelaide in the practice match. Have, uh, who's who's your man to take that last list spot, Tony? Uh, more. What? What? Yep. You Why? Like... I think he's a good kid. <laughs> he's played two games. He's touched the ball four times. Well, give him a chance, Sean. We gave him a chance, Tony. We we were in the wars about this guy. Yeah. Last year, I said he played dog shit, and people came for me. <laughs> they came for me. So, no, I like it. I like him. Right. I think realistically, the fact that TDK went down, having a guy who can ruck as a backup, I think is absolutely key. And I think as a result, Callum Moore will get it. Ugh. I don't think it's the right... It wouldn't be the call if you didn't have the injury, but I think it's probably what we need. Okay. What are your What are your opinions, Tony, on David Teague? Uh, he's doing a good job so far. Mm. Yeah. But? But... Uh, yeah. I think give us little, your honest I opinion. Yeah, come on, give us the, your, your, your yeah, biting your tongue. Yeah, I think I think it's too soft to the boys. Okay. He didn't he's like it. He's waiting too long. I think he's got a little bit of, uh, what's his name, the previous coach? Uh, Bolton. Bolton. Bolton, he didn't have a uh, guy uh, plan B, put this way. Your mate, Bolton. And, yeah, my mate, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, Tig, I think it's uh, it wasn't a little bit too long before he decided on things. They didn't so. like it. Apparently, the boys didn't like it when he ripped into them. What game was that, Timbo? Was that Adelaide? Uh, Tiggy, uh, the game against Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Tiggy, yeah. Tiggy yeah. ripped into him. Apparently, a few of the boys didn't like it. Well, they should have done this from the beginning, I reckon. I reckon you're right. It's disgusting, wasn't it? It's a bit late in the season I, to fire your one wood. Well, when you when you start to rip into the boys. In the uh, last couple of games, it's, it's already too late. Yeah, no, you've, I you, agree. You know, was it uh, barn doors, horses? Um, we're going to go through some quick hands with you, Tony. Just get some uh, your thoughts on some different things. How many wins do you think we'll have for the year? Uh, no, I think all I think, I think we should make the eight. So how many wins? And five, five finals. Mm-hmm. I think it's really fun. Ten wins. Ten wins isn't going to get us in the eight, Tony. Come on, come on, Dad. No, no. It might be a seventeen game season. <laughs> twelve. The twelve might just sneak I don't us know. in. I, think, I don't know. I think we should we should play finals for this way. Okay, I like that. Who's your? Who do you think will be a breakout player? Who do you think will be a, like a young player to have a good year? Uh, God, at the moment, who, who, who I think is going to have a good year? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Like young player. Ron Dioli. Young player. 
Frank Marchesani. Frank Marchesani. <laughs> Are you for real, boy? Frank Marchesani, Ron Deluia, De, De whatever the name is. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, William. William should have a good beer. Okay, I like that. He'd want to, Dad. We're paying him a million dollars a year. But depends, I, I agree. De, de, depends who you believe. Uh, who do you think will be our leading goal kicker? Ooh, leading goal kicker. I don't think we can have a really um, um, uh, a single goal kicker. Mm. There will be a multiple goal kicking. Okay, I like that. And do you think any of our players will make the All Australian team? Well, we should. We we have a few that can make the All Australian team. The um, I can't remember the names there. He's been struck with the knee. Withering. Withering. Yep. Withering. Yeah. Should yeah. have been in it last uh, year. Yeah. The uh, Tad. Yeah. What about the captain? Uh, Crip, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Crip, of course. Crip. Crips, Dad. Crips. Crips. Yeah. Creeper. They call him a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Have you? Uh, when was the last time you went to Lamana Direct? Have you caught up with Bryce Gibbs? No, Bryce Gibbs made it. Uh, it's in another, in other light way. Oh. Good point. How often yeah. did you used to see him? Fab used to say you'd run into Cruz and you'd run into Bryce Gibbs. Yeah, and... yeah. At least uh, once a month. Okay. Once a month, I was, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, Gibbs, uh, Cruz, uh, who else was there? I think it was three or four of them. I just like my one of my favourite stories is when um, you pass the phone to Fab and it was Cruz. Uh, Cruz <laughs> was on the other. Oh, Dad, do you remember when you were at Brunetti and you were taking yeah. photos of random Carlton? Who was that? You were stalking someone, <laughs> Brunetti, and sending me photos. Who did it end up being? Or did you not end up? It was just some guy in a Carlton track shoot. No, there was like three or four of them. Uh, <laughs> Hi- uh, hiding in the plants, uh, <laughs> taking photos. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, Tony, outstanding having you. We're going to touch base with you every so often. Um, when the footy yeah, starts yep. up again, we need your unfiltered thoughts. We need you to bring... Well, I've got, I got, I got one for you, Sean. Okay. We're going to have a practice match tomorrow, I guess, isn't it? Yes. What do you think? I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you know, Williams and Sard and those guys run around. And the result isn't obviously super important, but you don't want to... You don't want no, to be... no, but you think you think the sub is going to play tomorrow? Who, sorry, Saad? Saad, yeah. I think so. I think he's, he's fully fit, so I think he'll get a run around. Tim's just given me the nod of approval. He's been looking through the fence at training. Okay. Dressed like a shrub. Big um, shrub. <laughs> look at that giant tree. <laughs> Who planted that? Um, no, look, we're going we're gonna to touch base with you throughout the course of the year. We're looking forward to seeing what you have to say. Okay. Your honest opinions, Dad. This has been very tame. This has been very tame. Very untony like. Okay, I'll um, I'll get prepared for next time. This is, are you watching the game tomorrow, Tony? Uh not tomorrow. No, I can't. Why not? I got my grandkids coming up. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that's true. Yes, my children are coming over. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this time, I think the uh, my grandkids are more important uh, than a practice match. Put it. Like. I mean, maybe. Potentially. 
Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Their father's, yeah. their father's still undecided. Their father's will be watching the game. <laughs> Tony, it's been absolutely... No, it's not. It's been, no, been, it's not. It's been a pleasure having you, Tony. We'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks, okay? No, what, boys? Love you, work, Tony. You too. See you, mate. Bye. 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 We got a couple of Bryce Gibbs. That's good. I like that. I think that was okay. Crip. Crip. I think that was okay, Tony. Very, very, very... Very subdued. Very subdued. When we get some footy happening... Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. It's front of mind, and he's seen. No, when we get some he's footy, he's seen Harry Mackay if start we to record, lead out and go, "Oh, there's your leading goal kicker." If we record after a game, you'll get nuggets beyond control. Yeah. yeah, you know, you'll get craziness. You'll get unhinged, finey's final think, siren type you, stuff. <laughs> you'll just lose. And the thing is, like he's he's obviously a fan of Callum Moore. Didn't know that. <laughs> I, I did not expect that. No one is safe for Tony when Tony's away. Paddy Cripps can have a shocker. After having nine best on ground. Trade him. <laughs> and he'll all of a sudden become my mate, Cripps. If he says my mate or Tim's mate he, or he Sean. doesn't like him. That means yeah. he's... Like, he, he just put a line through Jared Waite once. <laughs> and Jared Waite became my mate, Jared Waite. Yep. Yep. Love it. Uh, segment four, we're going to introduce a new segment for you today. Uh, it's called Just Between Me and You. Um, basically, we're going to offer up opinions. Only rule of this conversation is everything has to start just between me and you. So it's effectively a way of dressing up a pretty standard conversation <laughs> with a bit of quirkiness and see how it rolls from there. Um, does anyone want to lead us off? Or do you want me to lead us off? Timbo's... Just between me and you, Sean. Well done. I reckon we're going to anoint Corey Durden with the nickname The Find. Oh, wow. He's going to be The Find out of this year's draft and he is going to make an impact... We didn't even have him in our best team. Oh, I, well, I, I had him in the emergencies. but fucking Gibbo in the forward pocket. No, no, I did not. I did not. I, I We seceded to we Fab did. on that one. We did. We're but not going to put a bloke who's not played a game yet in our best 22. We put Sarden Williams in. Well, be, oh, they've played a game of football. <laughs> yeah. But we, as you say, we, we haven't seen these guys, and I just think what he's done, what he's recruited to be, what our needs are as a team... I think there's a spot for this kid, okay. and I I just think he is going to take the opportunity and he's going to run with it. And as a small forward, you can impact when you're young. If you if you're getting recruited as a centre half forward, your chances of impacting even in your first three years, I reckon, are slim. Mm-hmm. I think Corey Durden is going to come in. He's going to make an impact, and as a result, his nickname is going to be the, the find. find. I like it. Just if between it comes me and together, you, it's happening. Just between me and you, I like that. Do you have one for us, Fab? No. What? Just between me and you, Sean. Are you shitting me? I have nothing. We formulated this segment on a phone call. I agree. I just don't have anything. What the f- I either come with a gold or I come with nothing. In this case, you've come with nothing, with zero. Well, just between me and you, we have to have a discussion about the Andrew Russell situation. Look, I, I think you've, you've asked the question and it's a question that's reasonable to ask. Mm-hmm. Just but I've got one. Just between me and you. Timbo's Benedict Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we look up in the trenches. Fab and I shoulder to shoulder on the Somme. We look up in the trenches. We look over at our enemy and... In the Timbo? Somme. <laughs> Benedict Arnold was in the Somme now. He's, tr- he's time travel. Is that, is that Timbo? Is that Timbo? In the budgie smugglers? <laughs> is that... Is that th- throwing grenades? Is, that like a, is Timbo loading the mortars? That's Timbo over there. That's, uh, Fab, that's Timbo. Timbo went and holidayed over in Medellin. For the <laughs> 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 oh, damn it, it's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> we got one more with that one, Fed? Uh, that's all right. 
Hell of a script. Hell of a script. Um, no, just between me and you, we, we've it's obviously blown up a bit on Twitter, this Russell thing. We are not. We do not have an agenda against Andrew Russell. We no. are not hounding him out of a job. We are not calling for him to be sacked. Far from it. We we're don't not f- even saying potentially that he's doing a bad we job. Don't, we're not even saying he's doing a bad job. The, the argument is, and people can be vague all they want about numbers, he would be, if not the, one of the highest paid strength and conditioning coaches in Australian sport. I think he would be. I think he would be the highest. Personally, I think he would be the highest paid. You said that the guy does Wheel of Fortune, might be highest paid. What's his name? Burjo. Burjo's catchphrase. Larry Emdra. What was his name? Was Burgess? Darren Burgess. Darren, Darren Burgess. Burgess, I think, would be in the conversation. Where's he now? He was Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne yeah. 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 I thought he was at Port. Or was that Port before Port he before went to and Liverpool? Then he got poached so to Melbourne. The whole point, I think, with, with the Russell discussion is, and these are the facts, he would be on unbelievable coin. His reputation has demanded that. We needed to pry him out of Hawthorne where he was very comfortable to get him across. We would have had to have paid yep. for that privilege. Footy department spends are being capped. So there is no longer a blank check in the footy department. That creates pressure. Everyone in that footy department is under pressure. And COVID has reduced the spend exactly. that you can spend so on your footy department. Everyone in that footy department, you know, we we spoke last night with a few different boys. John Barker's under pressure, Cameron Bruce is under pressure, David Teague is under pressure. Everyone in that footy department is under pressure because this year, remember we had the chat last year about the expectation was finals. Ooh, didn't play finals. Yep. If a lot of people's expectation was finals, we didn't get there. I'm not saying it's the reason we didn't play finals. Yep. We didn't run games out very well. This the time the last year. year, you also made the comment and the way that Andrew Russell will be remembered mm. will be... Intrinsically, intrinsically linked to Charlie Curnow's plight. Yep. And 12 months on, Hasn't Charlie changed. is no further advanced than what he was before and, and we have no confidence that he's going to get back anywhere near where he was. I hope he does and I think there's every chance that he might. And no one would be, no one would sing Andrew Russell's name from a- the rafters absolutely. louder than we would. And, and, and granted, Charlie's situation may not be linked no, no. to Andrew Russell. Andrew Russell may have pulled every single string to the absolute, you know, perfection as to how best to get Charlie back, and we may have just been unlucky. I'll give you an example. Like His role, simplistically, the role of any strength and conditioning coach is to get a team's best, notional best 22, as fit and as available as they can be as often as they can be. Correct. And looking at our record, some of this is out of his control, clearly. A guy like Brody Kemp rolls his ankle in a marking contest. Yep. You go, that's absolutely not on him. Yep. But when you've got a Tom DeConning as a stress problem, Kemp had a stress problem last year, McGovern's done a string, Betts has done a calf, you've got Marchbank's done calf? Calf. Um, you've got Nick Newman's had a, a flare-up with his knee. Yep. These are things that if we are going to get better, this has to happen less. Can and I, 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 I and Sorry, just one more thing. I'm, yep. not, I'm not pointing the finger. People always say, oh, there's this great thing now where whenever a team announces an injury, oh, Andrew Russell must have done it. I don't give two squirts a piss what's happened in another club. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Can I ask a philosophical question? You can. You're going to put your cards on the table, Timbo? I'll discuss it later. I just I want to genuinely ask a question right. right now. I want to answer it. As the fitness coach, to understand how to best manage any player, you've kind of got to load them up and push them and understand where the breaking strain is, understand where the limit is, and and at that point then you can back it off. And and so Harry Mackay's had a stress 
reaction in his back. We've had Brody Kemp have a stress reaction in his back. We've had Tommy DeConning have a stress reaction in his back. Which Timbo? Did it, did it, you brought this up pre-pod and it was an interesting point. Well, I think when you know... I'm, the, I'm talking about DeConning, the idea that yeah. Tom DeConning was ruled out for months. Well, he was and then they said, like the, the, oh, the, 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 the latest update basically said um, we backed off the load, he's, he's been resting since, but he actually was no longer feeling any pain. How quickly the, after that the announcement? The day after. The day after. Yeah. yeah. So we made the announcement, Timbo, that Tom DeConning's out for however long, he's not going to play in round one, we don't know how we're going to load him, can I get him back early in the season? Yep. He sleeps on it, he's feeling a lot better. But, but also, by the same token, uh, really? the scan is what the scan is. And, and and he says, I, I can't just throw him straight back into the gym. You, you do have to give him time for it to settle and then understand how you go. But I guess my point I'm trying to make is, once you understand a limit on a player, whatever that happens to be, you're probably going to try and train at about 98% of what that capacity is. You're not going to be training at 65 Got to break a few eggs, Timbo. Well, you do. You've got to push it to be able to get the most out of any player. And and the bottom line is Ed Kerno's threshold might be shitloads higher than Liam Stocker's. Totally. But you've got to understand where it is. You've got to be able to work with it and grow with it. So I don't I don't hate a stress injury because you're at least trying to understand what you're getting. If you're getting the same stress injury month in, month out, and all that sort of stuff, well, clearly you're doing something wrong. So if 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 Tommy misses eight weeks, let's say, but that eight weeks beds down his next 12 years and you understand how to train with him, well, then it's been worthwhile. Agreed. Can I take you back to first year uni, Timbo? The old, the plastic elastic curve. I love that one, yes. It's my favourite. Resilience. You don't break someone to find out. You, 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 you can push people. Once they're broken, the plastic elastic <laughs> curve, it ain't coming back. No, no, I hear you. I think we spoke about this earlier, Fab. That's a really good point you make. I think that Carlton Football Club in general over the last 20 plus years, longer... Tim's just struggling with a chair, just almost <laughs> fell off it. Um, we've had a messiah complex. Good luck to Pete tomorrow morning. <laughs> we've, had we a messi- we've had a messiah complex for a long time. And I'm not saying that Andrew Russell has quite reached the stage of like a Chris Judd got to or a Mick Malthouse got to. Or he was the panacea though, But he, he was the guy that was bought in on the big money, the big, re- the big recruit to turn us around to give us the competitive edge. We haven't got that yet. Yep. And that's, again, we aren't saying calling for his head, marching on Icon Park with the pitchforks. We're just saying this is a massive year for him. The same way we weren't calling for Teague's head. No. Last year. No. There is a... I finally got my... Uh, just between you and I, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> just between you and me. There is this weird sycophantic behaviour amongst... Now, I'll say Carlton supporters. Now, it's probably all supporters, but there's this sycophantic We just get exposed to the Carlton one. Yeah. Where... Everything that comes out of the club, we got to love. It's gospel. Yeah, that's truth. It's all good, 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 good. Everyone good. who works at the club's great. And then when someone gets sacked, oh yeah, that was good too. It had uh, to go. Two weeks ago, you were all on board, and now all of a sudden the club's pulled the trigger. You we, were, you've again changed your tack. So we go chips in as a fan base. We seem to go chips in on something, and, and it's, it's weird. It's strange. It's I'm not saying to. We're not here to be overly critical. What we do is pose questions. Uh, and the questions are, is the perfect question mm. to be asking right now. Yeah. And in this, and amongst us three, especially come, Timbo doesn't really necessarily agree with what you and I are saying on this topic. And I'm invested. You can put your chips on the table? Put my chips on the table. Slap them down. Slap the jats down. Slap the jats down. Tell us. So Andrew, Andrew as a schoolboy, was, was an exceptional swimmer and track athlete. And? And I used to swim against Andrew as a 11, 12, 13 year old. Mm-hmm. 
if I walked past Andrew on the street, he'd probably have no idea who I am. So I'm not saying he's my best mate by any way, shape or form, but he's a good mate. He's a guy that I knew. And obviously with his link through Adam having been um, yeah, premiership sport and fitness coach in the year that they won at Port Adelaide, we'd at least have a couple of things to be able to talk about. I think that... And, and, and I followed his career the whole way through, both from once he, he landed in the AFL sphere. So you, you basically, he's one of your boys. He's one of my boys. So I, I will defend him. No, I'll give him the time to be able to understand the situation. Mm-hmm. And look, you've been reasonable in your in your point. I think, I'm I think, pretty measured. I think, yeah. I think we've all tried to be reasonable in this discussion. And I'll, but I'm supportive that the question needs to be asked. Yeah, and that's the idea of accountability yeah. in the football department. Is if people, if our fans. If our fans don't think that questions are asked of our strength and conditioning team when Charlie Kerner has a relapse, when Caleb Marchbanks got another setback, when et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, they're kidding themselves. And and on Caleb too, he had bone bruising on his knee from the Carlton Collingwood practice uh, match pre-season. Was it Brisbane, was yep. it? Came off late and he essentially, he had the problem for eight months. Apparently, he and, had the problem. And, and they were saying that he was having setbacks in his pre-season. He... He now has a calf. So at least then a similar situation. Does he though? Well, well to Andrew yeah, Russell's defence. But but all you all you can go on is what you're being told. Now whether whether that's absolutely right or not. The messaging. This is the thing, and yeah. this might not be on Russell per se. Yeah. The messaging there may be a directive. Mark yeah. and we we joke about it all the time. Yeah. Mark Murphy was one to two weeks away for an entire season. Yeah. Just fucking tell us that the guy is well. Well, this is what you is out what, for three months. This is what we yeah. spoke about with the the Tommy DeConning thing. I think it was the club tell us that McGovern's done this, Newman's done that, Marchbank's done this. Oh, and by the way, sorry, we didn't tell you, but Tommy DeConning's actually a whole lot better, a whole than lot we better than when we told you last time. Yeah. So it's the the idea. I think the club's messaging is can be a bit mixed and mixed muddled, and kind of that idea of living the lie yeah. is very difficult to maintain. But and, and the million dollar question is. What's the club's responsibility? Like, if if he if they come out and they go, you know, player X, Johnny Smith's um, ripped his hamstring tendon Not off Johnny. the bone, Not Johnny and, Smith. Uh, and and there's every chance Johnny will never play football again. <laughs> you you can't go to the media and your fans and say that, and at the end of the season, sit down in trade week and go, a <laughs> hey, Dodoro. Any interest in John Smith? You ever seen Johnny Smith you know, play Dodora? Had, had a setback early, but he's flying at the moment. I Hamstring think ripped off I, the tendon? No. <laughs> no. I, I think he'd look great in red and black. So th- there, there's obviously a little bit of football confidentiality that yeah, still no, has to there remain is. while at the same time being as um, upfront to your supporters as you can possibly be. Okay. Look, I just want to leave this, <clears throat> this robust discussion with um, Ash Gallagher, friend of the pod, Love Ash. Love Ash's work. He actually put a really good um, message forward where he used the analogy, if a big company goes out and hires a CFO on huge dollars to come in and transform that company's finances and the returns are modest, they're okay? Yeah, no, that's okay. That's not what he was brought in to do. Yeah. And this is the the thing with with Russell. Russell's not doing a bad job, but he's not doing a good enough job to be given... (laughs) to be given the... I suppose what are the, this, this devoted, fervent backing that he's currently got. We once had a guy, and correct me if I'm Justin wrong. Justin Cordy? I was going to say Justin Fields, but you're right, it's Justin Cordy. Justin Cordy was great. 
And did he end up at the Western Bulldogs Gold eventually? Coast. Gold Coast, was Bulldogs it? Bulldogs and Gold Coast. Yeah, gotcha. Because we, we were running out games over the top of everybody ten, else. He was... And, and, and we thought, this this guy's given us a four-goal head start. He was 10, 11, like 10, 11, 12, but a fan yeah. placed him. So, yeah. uh, and then lastly for me, uh, just between you and me, I don't think we're going back to the Rays monogram anytime soon. And it breaks it's, my it's, heart. It's not a priority. It's it not a priority for... The general fan base haven't seemed to have given a shit either. I don't think they know. So, so yeah, just between you and me, we've gone with the sublimated monogram again, and it's uh, you're not happy about it. I'm not you? happy about it, man. It's a, it's a club's Guernsey. If that's not sacrosanct, what is? Like, quite seriously. Good question. Um, the Mon- raised monogram has to return, and these ideas that oh, it's not a priority is just doesn't wash. And I would have Jack Martin's monogram. Yeah. Out of proportion. Yeah, it has given, to be. Given that he's wearing the 21, just have it just really large. I completely agree. Um, we're going to go now into the last segment of the show proper, which is... Are we giving our predictions? You've got mail. Got Are we mail. doing our predictions? We'll do that at the end. Okay, we'll double back you. around. Yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, cool. by the way, Tony, Tony's texting. Oh, what's he saying? He's, he's, uh, he got nervous. It's all right. I just got nervous. I love it. Um, Jimmy Faz, first cap off the rank. What do you think of Andrew Russell? (laughs) Joking. Uh Very good. Um, If you could pick one player to take the next step, who would it be? But be creative. Wheaters is the best player in the comp. Cripps to win the Brownlow. Zach Williams to win the All-Australian. Or the like. Timbo, quickly, please. Oh, look. Mitch McGovern. I think for what he could potentially be, if he could make good on his promise, the impact that he could make on the field could be jaw-dropping. Totally. I would like to see that. Fab. Liam Stocker. Yep. He's just, for me, he's got, the, he's got the size, the body, the movement, the skill, the look. <laughs> he's got the look. For Timbo, he's got the look. Yep. Rock set. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story off pod <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> about a bloke that's got the look. Oh, interesting. Okay. Do you want me to tell it quickly? Uh, how quickly? Super quick. Okay. Torren, my boy... Uh, has a disability for those on uh, that listen unaware, and he has aligned with um, a group called Sidekicks Australia. Shout out to Sidekicks. Um, they've got a few AFLW players that link to kids with disability and just spend time with them, give them a bit of a give them a bit of a fun time and a bit of a break for the rest of the family. Um, they also have links with Melbourne Storm, and we had two fellas, Aaron Booth and Nico Hines, come to our place on Sunday morning to spend time with Torrent. Nico's walked in the door. Nico's 23, six foot two, from Gosford, and the man's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and, and it took Elise until about midday to utter the words to me, what did you think of Nico? And Timbo turned around and said, I've he was gone, stunning. I've gone, Elise, he was gorgeous. She goes, that's what I thought too. And I swear to God, I don't think her feet touched the ground all day. She was in a tears all after. She goes, wow, this Jesus. But he's a good kid. Good kid. I like him a lot and Sounds I'm looking like forward to... excellent program. Yeah, it is. It really is. And uh, during the season, it looks like Tyron will be um, uh, linked to Gabby Pound. Perfect. From Carlton AFLW. Fantastic, so, fantastic. Yep. Uh, Blue Abroad, Terry, speaking of stunning, gorgeous people. Oh, yep. He can deny it all he wants. He can. He went through lockdown and never had a hair out of place. We're on you, mate. What was the nickname? Do we have for Tez? Uh, yeah. It was, what was the Liam Jones nickname that Mick Malthouse gave him? The weapon or something? Or the he oh, um, the he was a, a powerful beast, beast or something. Something and we, beast. Th- there was something else we called him that was in line with that. Yeah. I can't even remember what it was. We'll go back through. It was brilliant at the time. It though. was brilliant at the time. I've completely forgotten it. Yeah. So shout out to Terry for that. Thank you. 
Um, I think Paddy Cripps. I think Paddy Cripps. Well, I, I, it's going to be that sounds silly. I think Paddy Cripps is going to be going to bound back with a vengeance. I think he's going to be like that afternoon. He, he played uh, against Brisbane. the Bulldogs against oh, yeah. um, Bond, and there was obviously this them going head to head, and he came out and was just unbelievable. I think he's going to. I think he's going to be unstoppable. I look forward to it. Sam Walsh, his sister-in-law. Yep. <laughs> Still love that one. Well, that is. That's all you're giving me? Who's going to win the best and fairest? It's Sam Walsh. That's it. You're not, okay, that's I just think, I think I he like becomes... I mean, no, shut up now. You've given me moving on. <laughs> just between you and me, Sean, I'm going to belt you. <laughs> <laughs> junior, junior time. Uh, what, what have you guys been up to in the off-season? Um... Final list spot has to go to Callum Moore over the other trainees. Like we sort of covered this off a little bit just before. Callum Moore probably wins it over Need rather than yeah. – we would actually probably prefer one of the other guys. Ben Cross has put his foot yeah. best foot forward in the only available – Well, I think the amazing thing is – Match him that we've, we've – you know. Well, going through that top 22, as you said, we, we've posed small forwards, half-forward flankers of Setterfield, Fogarty, Silvani – Gibbons, um, Fisher, McGovern, David Cunningham, Corey Durden. You're Ed just going to read the entire list. Can we go through no, no, the list? We, we, we have a glut. One, Jack we, Silvani. No, no, we have a glut of players Number to play Number 35. I don't know why Ben Crocker gets a gig. Okay. Callum Moore gets a gig for the simple fact that we haven't drafted anyone or oh, recruited man. anyone to replace Matthew Cruiser. Bizarre. Well, you're right. So we've gone in with three Ruckman on the list. Two Plus Ruckman. Two, really. Two no, no, last year we yeah. went in with three Ruckman on the list plus Levi. Correct. And we lose our number one Ruckman and replace him with nobody. It's bizarre. It is shitful list management. Terrible. Yep. Yeah, so, I'll look at, I, I think you're right. And by virtue of chasing our tails a bit, Callum more, more closely fits the need. Injury is necessitated. Could um, Oscar McDonald Ruck? Uh, poorly, probably, yeah. Do we want him to win? Do we want him to be a credible? Would we have recruited at Ruck if Tom DeConning didn't have a breakout year last year? No. Um, I think we should have anyway. I've been big on this. I yeah, think yeah. I think you have to carry three Ruck no matter what at varying stages of development because now when our two start playing, don't don't be annoyed when our developing on-ballers uh, aren't getting near it. Well, realistically, what we needed was a 28-year-old journeyman Ruckman. Mm. A little bit like what the doggies did yeah. with Steph Martin. So, to be able to bring him in, to be able to work and train with our young guys anyway. And if you do have somebody who has a setback, you put him straight in. What but about VFL list done? By way of Ruckman, is anyone... I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. They have to have one because... Obviously, the, the, yeah. The developing Ruck. But um, yeah, we watch that closely, I suppose. Uh, we had a couple of double-up questions that sort of already been asked. Uh, Neil Harper, um, who gets the last list spot, which is great. Um, uh James, Hickey Jam, a little bit like who's going to surprise us this year. We sort of covered that off. Someone we thought was done and dusted, perhaps. Um, we've got, where's the one I'm looking at? Adrian, your man. Your mate, Fab, Adrian, great man. Uh, Adriano. Will we feel the loss of Cade Simpson? No. 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 Not with the players that we've brought in. If anything, and this is, I don't want to, we're not, we're, not loading up, we're not loading up the field rifle to shoot Bambi again, because that's been done. We don't need to... It's happened already. But we actually might find ourselves sitting there going, we held on for too long. Well, he he no longer played a central role last season, so he, he was being transitioned out. So I, I think at the end of the day, whoever... And obviously we've added Saad and 
Williams anyway. That's the thing. It's Adam Sard or Kate Simpson, and yeah. it's a no-brainer. So, Absolutely so we're, no-brainer. we're never going to be any worse off. We love the guy. If he could have played forever, he would have, but he can't. And so there's new opportunity. You're a big Major League fan, yeah? Yeah. You know, then Bob, you can have him close the book on Kellner. Thank <laughs> God. Um, Benjamin, I never know how to say this Twitter handle. BR Caffey? I don't, that's just B-R-C-A-F-I. Uh, good listener of the pod. Over and under number of games you think we will we'll be able to attend this year as members. I think that, look, to be honest with you, the number's either zero or 11. I don't think there'll be a whole lot of away game access for teams in Melbourne. Yeah, I, I think when, if you're a reserve seat holder and you can go, you will go. If you're an AFL member and you wear the away team, you're a chance. And if you're outside of that, now, gee, there's be, there'll be there'll be zero stuffed. zero for non-members. There'll be zero access. Yeah. So it's it's a hard one to say. I think, like I said, I think home games are going to be the best bet. I think you have to start at the top as the top tier of membership and sort of work back from there. I think you're right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Which isn't great for people who are no, staunch supporters totally. but not members, um, or or members that have a ticket but not a reserve seat. Agree. But in do you have a uh, reserve seat, Timbo? I do. I have one as well. Do you have one, Fab? Not yet. Fuck yourself, Sean. <laughs> the unlucky Blues of touch base. Shout out to those boys. Uh, what's an acceptable win-loss after six rounds? It's funny you say that. I've written down what I think we're going to do. And ironically, at six, I'm tipping we're going to be five and one. Wowzers. I but I am very cup half full and I am very, very much on the bandwagon of... Who, we, won? We, Who won the first six? We will beat Richmond Wowzers. in round one. Yikes. I, I, like I just think they will be underdone and after a very, very hard season, their ability to be able to get up and compete in round one will be very, very difficult. And I am backing Carlton in to make an impact and I'm yet, I'm yet to get a, my head around what Collingwood's on-field t- team will look like having been gutted in the off-season, and I cannot help but think that they're gettable as well. So I'm very comfortable with a starting 2-0. If we happen to be 1-1, one, one, you'd wear it. I then go Frio at Marvel, we win. Gold Coast at Metricon, we win. Port Adelaide at the MCG, we win. Who are we losing to? We're going to lose to Brisbane at Marvel. Okay. And, and I reckon in the end that's sort of the backup game where, fuck, we could be 6-0. We dead set could be we're lining up for GF tickets, boys. Well, and I've actually made the comment: if we start two and zero, we'll finish top four. Jeez. Tim's gone down a rabbit hole. This sounds like a just between you and me. Just well, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. Just between me, just between you and me, Sean. I've got us. Timbo's lost it. I've got us at sixteen and six, but we will win thirteen plus. We have to be. I think after six, I think we have to be no three, worse three. than three three. Yeah. We have to be no worse. Have to have to be three three. No, yeah. absolutely. Which no means worse. you've beaten Frio, you've beaten Gold Coast, and you've had to take a scalp of one of Richmond, Collingwood, Port Adelaide, or Brisbane, which isn't easy. Knowing us, we'll probably drop Gold Coast, Gold Coast, and beat like a, a Brisbane. Like it. Uh, Follow-up last one. No, next one. Sorry, we've got a couple more. Where have I lost it briefly? Where is it? Never had it. I've lost it. Oh, no. Where is it? Oh. You're looking for the toy, eh? Yeah, I had it. I had it right here. Where has it gone? Uh, Oh, where is it? 
They are the Stinger missiles, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, uh, Is that from Commando? Where Where are the Stinger missiles? I had it right here. <laughs> They're close. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't he say something like, They're in your ass. <laughs> Isn't it something like that? John. I'll be waiting, John. <laughs> oh, John. I'll be waiting. Blow off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> if Matrix was here. He'd laugh too. What a what a Jesus Christ! Don't even get me started on that. Where is this question? I literally had it. Uh, how do we get rid of Hawking and his demented rules? Serious question. I've had it. He's destroyed the game. Was that your toy? That was me. That's from Sean Peterbunch. <laughs> that's from Croom Stud Fifty Eight. Love it. Yeah, that's Croom when Stud. we know Sean's lost it when he starts tweeting from both 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 handles, <laughs> just conversing. <laughs> I've lost it. I'm, I think I must have hallucinated this question because I can't even. What do you think it. it was? I've got no idea, but I remember thinking we'll ask that one next. And we've, uh, we've already done Julian uh, David Rose kind of touch base. He had which players do you think will have the biggest improvement this year? I think we need to see that natural improvement from those fringe young guys. Really, um, yep. you know, we sort of covered that off in the consensus team. Yep. Um, who is it make or break for? And, and look, you can make a case. It's it's a big big year for that was from Ash Gallagher. Um, you know, it's a big year for. Dow O'Brien Stocker. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's a, it's a it massive is. year for those guys. And look, probably David Cunningham as well. That's that's and, my, and, my and big and year it is it's David Cunningham because he's shown that he can do it. Well, he's got three votes in a game of footy. And on and the MCG and he's played excellent football. Mm. You're just Another mediocre or just an average season. And those trade rumours which sw- yep. swirled around last year might get a lot if if more if we if me, if man. our love affair with David Cunningham soured, he's a good enough footballer that he would catch on somewhere else. And even an Essendon being a young side that lacks speed and skill. He's the best front and centre player in the league. I, we've always said that, that goal against and the center, Bulldogs two front years ago front was still ugly. deadly. It's like when we talk about Robbie Warnock, and he used to say this to non-Carlton people, best tack ruckman in the league. Doesn't yeah. Not the best ruckman because he didn't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. But his tap work was A1. All right, well, we're going to bring it into the mailbox segment because I've hallucinated a question that I can't find. So thank you to everybody the who, mailman, uh, who wrote in. Carl Malone, Carl Malone. Not, not delivering the mail. I delivered the mail. I delivered several. Just then, there's about half a dozen or so. I think you did a good job, sure. Thank you, Timbo. I love your support. It's good that you're doing the segment in your, in your uniform too. just wanted to make sure I looked apart. Incredible. Um, Incredible. Well, boys, I think that wraps us up. Are we doing our predictions? Oh, fucking hell, Timbo, sure. He's... He's written them down. Let him get them out. I don't even know. I haven't written mine down at all. Uh, give us your wins, Timbo. You well, as 16. I said, 13 okay. plus. But He's answered every question, he but we'll let him get to 16. Who's our breakout player? Lockie Fogarty. Yeah, that's... Yep. Okay. Hopefully, mate, if he's half as good as Smets and Lang were, we're in for a treat. Uh, True. It's a big year for... Lockie Fogarty. Jack Martin. <laughs> Jack Martin? Jack Martin. No, no. Well, from which context? Like... He's yeah, okay. at, at the he, crossroads, uh, is what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. Well, that's Paddy Dow. Yeah, okay. But just saying the guy who's in prime for the big year, I'm saying Jack Martin's going to take Martin it to another level. Jack Martin gets his accuracy in check. It's been a while, Fab. We've forgotten that everything is through the, the, the kaleidoscope, the, through the lens for Timbo is glass half full. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very much so. We've always known that. It's always glass two glasses. Uh, Who will be our leading goal kicker? Harry Mackay. Yes. Who will be our All-Australians or can be our All-Australians? Well, the fascinating thing will be Harry Mackay himself because if he kicks enough goals, there's no reason he'll why he'll kick 40 he plus. He'll kick 60. No. 
If he wins the Coleman, he's probably in the That's tech. what I'm thinking. And oh. I've actually backed Harry Mackay to win the Coleman just Odds. for what it's worth. Odds? 34. Okay, it's juicy. Mm. Okay. Um, we will have four All-Australians. Let me pick them. Wietering? Correct. Walsh? Correct. Saad? Correct. Uh, no. Didn't have Saad written down, but Cripps. very well could be. Cripps? Mackay? Jack Martin. He's a, we go he's, six. You're, you're a hard man to crack at times because you'll know. give this man the biggest rap you've ever heard in the world. And then when you say his name, go, no, he's yeah, not no, one of them. Don't, don't be don't surprised. <laughs> don't be surprised if Sam Doherty jumps back into that all Australian. It's team. actually a really good point you make. Yep. He started last year on fire. He did. Take and it. then I think opposition put more time into him and he came back to the field in another big preseason. I think he'll explode that, again. That game when that tin ass was just the St Kilda bloke. Oh, Jar- was it Jaron Geary? St Kilda had to have named another captain. Because he's not in their team. He's not in their best team. He did break his leg, in fairness to him. What, Jack Geary? Yeah. When did that happen? About six weeks ago. What? Yeah, he broke his leg. Oh, he wouldn't be in the team anyway. Shit. What do you think of Jared Ruffhead's effort last weekend? Extraordinary. Extraordinary. At least Andrew Russell's not tackling this is true. our not, players not breaking and breaking blokes. them. Yeah. So that's a shout-out to him. Uh, and where do you think we'll finish, Timbo? Uh, we will finish sixth okay. and win a final. Sixth? Sixth. Sixth? Do you want to do this as well, Fab? I'll go through it quickly. 13 wins. Uh, the breakout player would be Samo in the sense that he will take that step and become the bona fide. If he just gets those midfield minutes. Very good use of the David Parkin word, bona fide. Bona fide. Um, big year for Dave Cunningham. Yep. Uh, Harry will kick 40 plus. Sam Walsh, best and fairest. No, I've said that before. Yep. What else is it? All Australians. All Australian. Weeders, Cripper, and that's it. Okay, I think we, there's a potential there for a few to be in the squad. Do you remember Agreed. my Do you remember my big call in, in the ep, this episode last I season? I don't even remember what you just I said. said two minutes ago. Charlie Kerner will not play a game again ever. <laughs> well, you said last year, and I'm going to say it again this year. Yeah, he's on an Olympic cycle, Winter Olympic cycle. Mm. He'll be back in 2022. Hey, he was on this. He was on this Olympic cycle. Just taking another year off. <laughs> so, where's the next Winter Olympics, Timbo? I'm not sure. What? Innersbrook. <laughs> Is it? Pyongyang. <laughs> Sochi. Sochi. Lake Placid. Calgary. Jesus. I had a bloke today so give me a tip on a horse that was paying $71. Yeah. And I backed it each way. It's finished second and it's paid $17 the place. That's okay. not bad. That's a great story, Timbo. Thank you for sharing it. It's riveting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> for those Excellent. listening after the fact... <laughs> We could have been in the money. We could have been in the money. That's hey, mate, that's the punter's story, though. Punters love the losses as much as the wins. They love the, I didn't quite get on it, damn it. That's almost as good as a win. Tim, Timbo this got that true. tip. Didn't post it on the Nuggets. No, why no. would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would he revive the dormant handle, the Nuggets? Well, dormant is not dead. Resting. Uh, no, thank you very much, boys, for your time this evening, this afternoon. It's been well, fantastic it's to be back. Uh, we've had a great time. I think I can say that on behalf of all of us. It's been good to be back. Yep. Just good to be back in in the a office. A bit of banter in the group and yeah, where we can see each it. other face to face. Fab's an unbelievable you, you, you're, you're, lazy man. You, you, you're tempered in the office because you have that healthy fear that I'll get up and belt you. <laughs> Whereas over the phone, you, would, you can't. You were, you, where, you, where you had the controller, <laughs> you had the ability just to hang up on people. I was last year when we were particularly going through those, and I can't sh- run out of battery. Those stretches. Yeah. Um, I was. I was gently. Don't have to be under the table. I was gently prodding Fab at times, knowing you could just wind him up. Just wind him up. 
that that North Melbourne game, I, if we were face to face, I would have. There would have been fisticuffs. But you were being an idiot. Anyway, it's been fantastic to be back on deck, boys. We'll be back on deck probably in a couple of weeks' time when we've got a bit more to talk about. We might sort of recap the two pracky games. When do we get? Do we have a squad? When do we get the link? The link. Ha- the actual squad has been announced. Yeah. Um, is Jack Carroll in it? That's all I want to know. And is Luke Parks in it? I think Luke Parks will be in it because Caleb Marchbank won't play. What number is Jack Carroll? Jack Carroll's number 16. He's wearing the same number that Paddy Cripps wore when he first came to the club. No, Jack Carroll is not. Did you have another one? Sorry. Uh, 26, Luke Parks. No. Uh, 29, Corey Durden. Is that right? No. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's not there. He's not there. But uh, no, look, we look forward to... Lockie Fogarty. Lockie Fogarty's there. What position? Or just squad? It just says squad, yeah. Um, So we look forward to dissecting the Pracky games as they roll out. 41, Levi Casbolt. He's not there. Yeah, because he jarred his knee the other day. So we playing just four quarters. I think we're playing seven quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what, that's the last game I saw? Wasn't oh, even a four quarters. Of people, it was like it I was, saw a game in a third. It was like a fever dream. Everyone was sort of going, "What is? When is this going to end?" <laughs> I love it. How they, and then Thirteen, Liam Stocker. Uh, yes. Good. Thirty-four, Sam Phil. No. No, didn't think so. Do you want me to just read the team, Tim? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that, but it's, look, Silvani, Dow, Murphy, O'Brien. We won't do that. Petrovsky, Seaton, Williams, Fogarty, Cripp, uh, Mackay, Stocker, Jones, Doherty, Walsh, Plowman, Martin, Wiedering, Fisher, Pitnett, Cunningham, Williamson, Nunes, Kerno, Gibbons, Saad, Setterfield, McDonald, and Moore. Who's McDonald? Oscar McDonald. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know him. Vaguely. Is Excellent. It, is it a prerequisite for Melbourne to have a McDonald on their list? Yeah. At present, yes. I think it's in the charter. <laughs> We've got to have a McDonald on the list at all times. Sweet. Excellent, boys. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, everyone who's out there listening for their time. We look forward to doing it all again whenever we do it again. Thoroughly. Uh, for me, Sean Peterbach, thank you so much. For Faba Ganoush. For Dr. Tim Davis. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you.